Hey there, you curious and naughty minds. It's your host, Kinky Caitlin, and welcome to the Ego Girlfriend Podcast. We're here to crank up the heat, unleash your confidence, demystify periods, and venture into the world of sexual empowerment without holding back a single secret. This space is all about embracing our beautifully flawed selves. No sugarcoating, just pure realness, vulnerability, and unapologetically authenticity, and plenty of cheekiness along the way. And while we're all about the fun, remember, when it comes to professional advice and support, seek guidance from the experts. So are you ready to dive into this wild, empowering, and oh-so-juicy ride? Buckle up, because we're about to turn up the heat and break those taboos and speak a whole lot of truth, because there is no shame about desiring for more. Let's get spicy, because... You go, girlfriend! You! Hey, girlfriends! I'm so glad that you have jumped on to this podcast episode because I feel like I've been wanting to do a probably honest conversation when it comes to speaking your truth. Now, this is kind of more so a reintroduction to myself because what tends to happen is When you start a business, a project, you kind of take a lot of advice from people and you get to a point where you think, I'm actually listening to other people's advice. I'm listening to other people's ways that they're trying to protect me, the way that they're trying to make sure they go to a certain pathway or discovery. And obviously having support is amazing. But what I noticed was it was actually silencing what I truly wanted to do for you, girlfriend. And obviously I started this business from this real intuition and desire to want to actually take this to another level. And one of the reasons why I'm actually saying this is because sometimes we get so caught up in what other people want for us or what we can actually have advice on or feedback from other people and we think that it's the right thing. And that's why it's so important that you have a relationship with yourself so that you can actually check in with what's going on for you. And I only ever want to give advice that resonates with my story and what I'm about to unpack to your own story to make sure that you are checking in with yourself to going, is this actually what I want to do for myself? Is this actually what I want to do? And there's so many facets in how we approach life as well, because we do come to a point of, blaming and excuses and saying that we only can have things a certain way and we need to function as human beings. And I get that. I really understand the whole safety net and making sure that you feel like you're able to progress. And I have for a long time had no safety net and it has been a very scary place, but that's because we're conditioned to say that we're meant to just always be going and always doing the right thing rather than following something that we truly aspire to. And I know that all of this hard-earned work will pay off within due time. So it's really if you have the patience, (laughs) because I know I've definitely tested my patience when it's come to starting a business and understanding it. And, you know, I've learned along the way the advice that I take from people and what voice is more important and actually tuning into my gut intuition a lot more. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast episode was sort of like a reintroduction because what tends to happen is people will go back and they will always listen to the first one. There is definitely things in that first one that I was very truthful on and I came from that place of that's exactly where I was at in that position of my business that I really wanted to focus on teenagers and I really wanted to see where that went. But there was still a lot of my story that had to be sort of cut out. And that's not on anyone else. It's really on me for just not truly speaking up about it. And that's what I've learned along the way is I've had to rewrite my vision on what I actually want going forth. And I'm sure that there will be tweaks and there will be different directions that come on board. But this time I feel like I'm really hitting the core root of what I want to do, 
which is definitely the big element of sexual empowerment. And with that, that topic is already taboo and shameful and has a lot of controversy and I didn't understand that word right, but um, very controversial. And then you have to sort of go from this layer of you want to put yourself out there that shows people that, you know, you are very well equipped and educated and are able to help people that are really struggling in that field and even just the innate feeling that you want to feel desired because especially for women we have this real like vulnerability when it comes to having attention and then we don't know how to speak up in those moments I find that we have this big element of safety as well and I definitely had been put in really unsafe situations that made me go wow I really want to not let women go through that alone. I want to create a community where they can feel like they feel supported and, you know, have this space to just ask those questions that don't feel right and they don't know who to go to because I know from my own personal experience, sometimes when it comes to family and friends, they mean well, but they don't actually give you what you want because they want to influence that conversation because they're coming from a deeper level with it. And I've had to work through that myself. I've had to have really interesting conversations with my family about the fact that I want to really focus on the sex entity of my business. And I had to explain to them really in detail as to why I really wanted to do it. But then what happens is sometimes there's the clash of how far to take it and That part for me has been a bit of a battle because obviously sex is that real private moment for a lot of people, but without being able to talk about it or open up about it and showcase that sex makes you feel sexy. So if you don't show up as being sexy, then people can be like, well, I don't know what level to take you, but then also like the professionalism and then you don't want to show too much into this and it becomes a bit of a vicious headspace of like, oh God, what is right and what is wrong when you're trying to break the stigma and taboo about this as well. So it definitely does play at its its heartstrings of like getting torn up here and there. And that's why you just, you gotta keep showing up. And that's even for you as well, whether it's a controversial topic or conversation or a difficult moment, you just have to keep showing up in those moments and the right people will support you and the right people will be around you. And I've lost 100%. I have lost so many people by doing this and even really deep friends, which has been quite disheartening because all you want is not only for people to support you, but you just want people to understand where you're coming from, but you're limited so much on your time and your presence and your priorities in life and where you need to go with with things. So I just had to put my business as a priority and not be that good friend anymore and put time and energy into people that I couldn't actually see growth with. I couldn't actually see myself feeling supported from them. So yeah, there's been a lot of tough challenges that I've had to to do and to take on board when it comes to putting this business together and that part has been something that has been a big struggle because you take on when you take on a business that you run on your own it's very it's very lonely and you're on your own self and everyone's like but Caitlin you chose to do this like why would you then try and vent to us and make us feel sorry for you? (laughs) It's not that I'm trying to make people go, well, you've chosen that, like just deal with it. It's more of a case of I know that so many people are lonely in their own thoughts and especially for women, and I know for me with my anxious attachment style, we overthink and we are, I'm probably the most hardest I've ever been on myself because all I want to do is do good and to make myself, my family proud because they've been a massive backbone in me trying to get this business going. And I really want to show that and the way that I feel like there's a point that I have to do that is to consistently show up despite being in shitty head spaces, despite not feeling my best because my period cycle or having to just show up because people have just pissed you off with a comment. And 
on social media, which is fun and games. But, you know, I really want to show that, but also have the capacity of the financial freedom and showing that there's there's actually a way that this has happened because we showcase only one side of it. We don't really showcase what is actually happening deep down behind the scenes. So that part can be super infuriating because you're trying to do so much and yet be yourself for other people. Now, I'm only just venting that for a quick second because I know that that's just the layer, the normal layer of business. And I know that's something that I am going to consistently work on and have thicker skin with it. But the thing that I really wanted to cement was just a part of the reason and the stories as to why I chose what I have done. And obviously in the first podcast episode, I did talk about that there was a course that I did with Monica Yates and she really showed us how when you remove trauma and you heal yourself, you actually then can create this fiery feminine energy that I've never felt ever before. And it was like I've really connected to myself emotionally, sexually, and just this real lust and love for myself. And not many women have the capacity to be able to connect with themselves. I was always someone who would yearn for attention with other people. And I think she just gave me this open mind into how women are really missing out on a lot of amazing things. And I didn't want women to feel like that. And obviously she she did talk about periods and I did a real deep dive into that as well. And I was like, holy crap, like as soon as you've tapped into periods, like a whole another entity and connecting with your cycle. And I got really passionate about that as well. And I found that when it comes to sex in particular, that I've definitely had moments where before all this personal development, before all this amazing thing where I can actually speak up and say what I need to say, I would just go into sex and just allow the man to take over and not communicate and find that I would be in positions where it would be painful and I just let it be and I wouldn't actually say something or wouldn't do anything or I would find that I would just be doing it to connect but then actually make me feel worse about myself as well and there's definitely been moments where I've done the unprotected sex and it's caught me in some real shit and I will probably do a natural different podcast episode about that because I can only take so much off that load of a story. But yeah, there is so much more caution around how having protected sex is so important. And there's just something that I wish I took more seriously and I wish that things were educated a lot more from a place that wasn't so much of a taboo because especially when it comes to the iconic, like I think of the Mean Girls movie and how they had the sex ed class and they talked about STDs and they said that, you know, you pretty much can die from it. And there's just this huge stigma and labeling around those areas and even STIs and all these things. And I know that they are there to be in precaution for people, but no one actually supports anyone when they go through the formations of the process or no one actually makes people understand that it's very easy and common, just like COVID. And that's why there are these things around, but there's so much to unpack within those spaces and other things that happen. And even to the point of When we were little, when we were young girls, I still remember when I had that inappropriate touching of my private parts and just allowing it to happen. And I just don't, 
it infuriates me that I still hear things today and I still hear that there are situations where women don't feel confident to talk up and speak their truth and it becomes infuriating how we're still in this dominant area of men still feeling like that they have the capacity to touch a woman. Now, I'm only saying this because I have got a big heart for men and I know that there are also some women that will jump on a man and make him do stuff without his consent as well. So I'm powerful in saying, obviously, because I'm a female and from my experiences, I'm speaking up very loudly and boldly from that perspective. But I know that there are some women that do manipulate and emasculate men. And it's so terrifying that people are using sex in the wrong way and they're not empowering themselves and understanding that there is such a beautiful, innate connection that you can get. But even just having the core root of connecting with yourself. And I love that I can say that I can actually walk around and be turned on, but not turned on in a way that means I have to pounce on something, just turned on feeling amazing about myself and having that sense of joy and pleasure. And then, you know, obviously experimenting to another level And that's where I really want to open the world and the capacity about what is actually out there because we've been educated that the only way to have sex is to put the penis in the vagina and to thrust and to have all that time together. But that is like, that's like basic level. That's not even basic. That's just like iconic for what we think and what we perceive. But there is just so many layers from connecting with someone that people are just not aware of and not only how to connect but also how we need to be looking after our vulva and our vagina and I'm pretty sure that so many women don't realize that they're actually meant to be massaging their vagina walls or I know people say all the kegel exercises and you know pelvic things and but there's still a whole philosophy down there that people are still trying to get their voice out and talk about which is so amazing and like I've got this beautiful cervix serpent which is like a glass dildo I know you're probably thinking what the hell I'll unpack this so much more better but just a quick wrap of it is I have this tool where I go in and I actually go in and massage the vagina walls because it's just like a muscle. If we don't actually massage it, then we actually have all the emotion, we have all the tightness, and then when we go to have sex, it's painful. And there's all these different entities as well. So we actually need to do a lot of processes down there to make sure that we are looking after it. And obviously not washing it, it's a natural washer. There's just so many things that I just want to keep unpacking in this this episode, but that's not what this is about. It's not an informative one. It's just sort of really showcasing that there is such a big area and especially the area that I find really disheartening is when women have never known how to please themselves. Women have never understood how to actually connect and touch and to feel and They've just left this beautiful essence just sitting there or they're only waiting for a man to create that connection with themselves. Or if you were to masturbate, then that's wrong in a marriage. Hell no, it's not because no one will ever, ever connect like you can do for yourself. You will have an external experience with someone else, but you will never fully connect like you can with yourself. And that's just something that important to look at it's important to understand and that's why I wanted to showcase that there is so much when it comes to sexual empowerment safety with it speaking up connecting with your period cycle and also feeling confident and sexy in your own body image because I know the pressure of summer and bikinis and you know how you can actually feel good about yourself when you go through your period cycle and in the ebbs and the flows of your stomach and where it goes and where it's meant to be. And that part is just a headspace mindset that can be changed with habits. And there's sometimes activities that you need to do that might seem a bit 
cuckoo and you know I've done all the cuckoo shit I've done all the woo woo stuff and I'm so freaking glad I took that leap because now I can finally say well hell yeah I'm at a good point and I can pinpoint when I'm not in a good state that I can go okay I need to do this like I literally put in my yoni egg yesterday and people think what's a yoni egg (laughs) in summary it's like a crystal so I've got this um, pink quartz crystal sort of not really crystal it's like a yeah I'm just gonna say crystal because if you google yoni egg you will see what it is and yoni is another word for vagina and you actually put the crystal in and you actually then connect with yourself now what people straight away will think is like oh my god I don't know what to do what does it get stuck and whatnot oh my god when you know your uterus you know that there it's fine it stops it's not gonna pop up there and I love the fact that I put it in there yesterday because it was just a connection that I had with myself to going hey I need to put some love back in me and it's not pleasurable it's not something that gets me off it's not even that it just is something that is so symbolic that I walk around and I just feel this beautiful yoni egg just sitting there and it's got like this cool nest to it so it kind of has this beautiful connection and feeling to it so then I actually am connected with myself and it's just simple activities or extreme activities if you thought that was extreme um, that you can do for yourself and actually take care of yourself like I did not know about so many things and that's why I've done a lot of courses and a lot of deep dives and I've probably done stuff I've never said I've ever done before. Like I've done a lap dance on my own and you're probably thinking what, but holy shit, I have been turned on by that. I just imagined someone was there and bam, I'm bloody turned on for myself. I've done the whole, you know, real spiritual part where I've laid there and being able to pretty much have an orgasm without actually touching myself. And that is when you want to have the curiosity, the mindset, the experimentation of taking this. Now, we can obviously take it to full uh, advance or we can take it to the basic levels. And, you know, I've talked about the whole notion of breasts and how when you're in your feminine energy, it can be full. And that's, that's amazing when you actually feel full within yourself and you feel like everything is just turned on and ignited. And I'm literally rambling off so much at the moment because it's just, it's just the beginning part of it. It really is. And there's some skills behind that. Not only communicating with yourself, communicating with your partner, communicating on what you want and communicating and listening to your body as well. And sometimes we're trapped by not a, like not actually knowing how to listen to ourselves because we've got too much trauma. We've got too much in being in our heads and we have to do layers that actually break this down so that you can actually connect to yourself so it's never about grabbing a vibrator straight away putting it on there and just healing yourself it actually does take a process and actually understanding it and then acknowledging how because all those emotions and traumatic moments come up again and if you can actually be in control and understand them you know kind of look them in the eye and be like i'm not dealing with you (laughs) and then from there you can actually become so much more turned on and you will be able to speak up and say what you want especially for partners especially for yourself and you will have moments where they're just it's just shit and you're like okay I need to switch this off I need to move on rather than just keep getting advice from people and still wondering and hoping and thinking I've got to hit this level and once I hit that level they're going to make you want to do more levels. And it's like, you just never, you're in this cycle where you think it's never ending. There's really so much to unpack with sexual empowerment and helping people. And that's what I really wanted to focus on. And yes, obviously there's the pleasure toys, which is a different entity, but then that's when you understand about erotic blueprints. And once you understand all these different things that uniquely bring you up. Your flavor is so much different to mine, but there are actually steps, there are procedures, there are ways of unpacking exactly what you want. Because what we've done for such a long time is we've just accepted what society thinks is the feel good. 
we've accepted that we've seen what movies portray as the feel good. And that is not your way. Your way is completely different. So when you talk about it with your friends and they either agree because it's just part of the norm or if they turn their faces, they're like, oh God, that's what I want to hear. That is the level that I'm like, hell yeah, gear friend. <laughs> this is exactly what we need to see because we're meant to be different. We're meant to be unique. And that's why whenever I had posted content that had bad comments or people would fight with me on it, I was like, this is a good point then. This is what's meant to be happening because it's creating the awareness of how the uncomfortable topics are meant to be talked about. And yes, people have had some nasty things to say, but that's because that's their own journey. I've never really taken it on and thought, oh, poor me. I thought, well, I'm in a good position. I understand myself. That's just what's going on for you. And it's okay. Everyone has a reaction to things, but it's happening for a reason. So yeah, no matter what I post, no matter what I say, there is always going to be someone that disagrees or doesn't agree or (laughs) befriend me, which has been funny. I have then just gone, well, that's because we're not talking about it enough. That's because we are suppressing innately what is meant to be talked about. And I just loved how there's been so many people behind the scenes that have kept saying to me, it's so important. We need this. We need to actually have these conversations, whether we like it or not, we need to. And that's not only just about sex and periods. It's also about mental health. And I know when I first started this business, I was going through a huge mental health situation and I'm super excited that I'm going to be doing a show coming up next year with an awesome legend. And he and I are going to really unpack our stories because we are tired of people just not speaking up about it, but in a way that just makes it relatable. And you know, during that time that I was opening up up about the mental health side of things, I had this massive realization that we don't really know what goes on in other people's minds and we need to be respectful of what goes on for them as well. And even if you've never felt it, even if you've never been someone that understands mental health or you kind of just always think it associates with death, which it isn't, then you know, I want to help people understand that. I want to help people understand that it's not just about what you think and what you perceive. You actually need to get to know the individual person because every person I've talked to experiences anxiety, depression in a way that's unique and special to them. And it's just finding a way that they can get the support. But the shittest part is everyone wants silence and everyone wants a break. And there just needs to be a time limit on that because sometimes it can get too much in our head and it never goes away. And that's why I really want to support people is to help people with that. And that's why I did start You Go Bro as well is to help men with their, you know, anxiety or mental health or confidence because they also suffer. And I have actually had men reach out to me and thank me just for being a woman that is speaking up for men's you know, mental health and feeling the support. I'm going to laugh, like I'm going to love the day that I see a man that does what I'm doing, but for the women. (laughs) There are some really cool podcasts out there, but I don't see any, I just see more so videos of men imitating women. I don't really see men sticking up for women and that part can be a little bit frustrating. So that's why I am doing what I'm doing so I can, you know, hopefully be a bit of a inspiring role model for people to make sure that they they understand that it's okay for either one of us to be suffering. And, you know, I know for men that they've got performance anxiety and a lot of pressure and I want to help women understand that as well, that not only for them, that we've got a very unique and special body that needs to be obtained to, not just the in and out like a man, they've also got that expectation that they've felt so much pressure going into having sex as well because they know that it it is it is a minefield you know our vulvas and our g-spots are completely different every single one of us has a different way that we feel and enjoy pleasure and i actually feel like 
one of the resources that I loved and I highly recommend to people is ohmygodyes.com. They have these videos which is actually demonstration of different techniques of women and they actually showcase and tell you what to do and trialing a new sort of technique that you've never tried before. And you can try it and see if it works for you. If it works for you, then why not? And it was from those videos and they're actually like, it's not porn, but it's actually videos of women that are willing and happy to show other women how to please themselves or a partner. And they actually show you their vulvas and they're actually doing the technique and actually taking the capacity with, you know, actually showing it. But I learned a lot about edging. I learned a lot about what we can do to actually stimulate before we even touch the G-spot because so many women kept repeating, they're like, stop going straight to the G-spot because as soon as you go to the clit, the nerves ignite and then you don't actually, it kind of takes over you being turned on and stimulated. So it's, it just makes a point of going, that's why we have to understand so much more about our surroundings and then we can communicate as well. So it's kind of like we need this full body scan procedure, understanding what's going on and then being able to communicate what we want and then practicing with them and then innately just making it happen naturally rather than going in blind, you know, murder in the dark and going, oh, God, where am I going? What am I touching? What am I seeing? Um, or just because they had an experience with someone else that they think, oh, let's just do the same thing and surely it will work. It's about a 2% chance that that's the case with anyone, but we all connect on a different level. We all seek something deep within that as well. And yeah, so I, <laughs> I just love how I keep going on like a random tangent, but that's exactly what this episode is about is talking about things that just are meant to be spoken about, but also one of the things that I did speak about in my Instagram live, which was my reason as to why I resigned my teaching job. Now, I've never said the full story. I've always just kept sugarcoating it, saying words that are like, you know, covering it up, but I'm no longer contracted to them. I'm no longer with them. So I have the right to say whatever I want because I didn't put the union on them. I never put, you know, I never sued them. I never did anything because I was just happy just to focus on my business and to focus on that solely. So one of the things that happened was someone had actually dobbed in to the principal that I had, I've been posting stuff about sex and you know, periods in the pill. Now I was working at a Catholic school. I was in the Catholic faith as a child, did my sacraments, did everything. But I have been someone that's really changed my belief when it came to being the Catholic system and also being more of a universe person. And that's just my own journey with that. But I always knew, even when I was studying teaching, even when I was doing all this, every time as I was learning for my degree, that sex education was a huge thing that I loved to know more about. It was something that I was very much interested in. Anyways, I've gone super sidetracked then, but I'll just give you a backstory there. (laughs) Um, So what had happened is I had thought of the idea, I started posting and I wasn't making any money from it. And... What then happened was someone decided to be a little bit greedy and they showed him my page and the post that I had been putting up. I knew that if I was making an income on the side, I would have had to have told him, but I didn't have to because I knew my team that I trust them and I didn't have to worry about it. Well, clearly trust was somehow gone or someone had done a deep dive on me because that's the joys of social media and putting yourself on the platform. So then I got told that I had to go into a meeting, but they asked me before the meeting, they said, are you willing to take it down? And I said, no, I'm not willing to take it down because it is important and it's needed. So then I went into the meeting and I was absolutely blindsided. I'm so glad I brought a teacher to support me. I'm not saying their name, but they were my rock 
they couldn't say anything in the meeting, but they had to make sure that they were just there to support me and to level out my mindset from the process. Now, pretty much the post that I got the most shit for was one of them I had posted about the pill. Now, obviously with Catholic beliefs, they don't like to talk about contraception and they don't like to talk about, you know, sex before marriage. The hard part is, is that they don't understand that times are changing and there is so many more kids that are doing it. Like the percentage now is so much more higher than anything else. So I knew that that was important. The pill for me was more of a case of I'm talking about it from people not to do it, to be honest, because it's something that I got told as a teenager to take and I really regret that now because I wish I took a more natural approach. But at the moment, regret's a word that's too hard to use at the moment. It worked for the time. My skin was great, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I really wanted to make sure that teenagers knew that they also need to make a real, real important decision that there is a way that you can track your cycle. You can still get supplements that help with your cycle if it's heavy or anything that you need from the naturopath. There are still ways that you can actually get the right information. So that was one entity that I got caught up in the meeting with is that they said I couldn't be posting about the pill. The other part was that they didn't like that I was talking about sex or encouraging sex. And I thought I'm never, ever encouraging sex, but if we don't talk about it, then we're not actually helping kids. We're encouraging them more to do it because they think it's completely fine and they think there's nothing of it. So the more that we don't actually condition them around it, then we're actually just allowing them to do things. And hence why there are things that are happening right now and even at schools that teachers are just not aware of or they are and they're not speaking up because they have a job and they have to keep that job because of the income and blah, 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 different tangent. And then the third thing that I ended up getting in trouble for was there was a post that I did, (laughs) I freaking love this, was it said... If he hasn't finished, doesn't mean that you have. And I just love the fact that he said this and he argued with me saying, you know, this isn't right. And I just thought, hang on a second. If you're thinking that a woman doesn't deserve to be pleased, that she just has to wait for the man to finish, I thought, oh my God, that's still a very iconic Catholic belief that it's just, the, the man that takes control and I thought, oh, no, nah, I can't do this. And the thing that was infuriating was I had to keep saying to him how important this is and how needed it is and, you know, I had to really plead my case and there was no no way of no – there was no negotiation. There was nothing. There wasn't the words of him – saying that I had to resign, but I use this word and I use it with pride because I am sick and tired of women having to silence it, but he was bullying me big time. He was at a point of doing everything in his power to make me feel so small and to make me feel like I had to get rid of the page or else. And there was huge threats. And I knew it was such a confronting conversation. I had to really think about what I was about to take on board. Standing up against a man that really was deteriorating me and making me feel less of myself. Or finding it that I just, I had nothing else but to just take on my gut feeling. So I remember going for, I had the weekend to think about it and I remember just feeling distraught and dad took me for a walk and he just really unpacked it and he said, you know, what is it that you really want? And I said, I can't take this down. This is, this is what I want to do. This is like my vision and my goal. And I then 
pretty much sent an email to the principal saying what are the steps and the procedures on having to resign and he's like under no correlation did I say that you had to resign and I thought I have no choice so you're not actually allowing me to be a teacher and to post this stuff so and it's weird because obviously I am qualified to be able to teach it and it's just super frustrating that that's just how this this part of what I experienced was still in that era. And I then got to the point where he pretty much said to me that because I then raised the fact that I was going to leave, he then amped it up even more and pretty much said that he was going to bring in the lawyers and say that... I could be up for sexual assault, sexual grooming. And I cannot believe that those words were even in the conversation because here I am trying to speak up and protect people from those words. And I was just distraught that someone had actually accused me of something that I haven't even done. And I'm actually trying to help people to feel like that they don't even get to that point. And yeah, I, I resigned on the spot. I was like, no, I, I'm not allowing someone to say this to me and to let this even be. And to even to have the profanity to say that I was grooming. I was like, where the hell did someone actually come up and complain? I'm like, I'm posting stuff on social media, which is not even, not even to that degree. It's not even anywhere to that. So And the shit part was, is that he said to me, he's like, you need to keep this confidential. But yet after when I, I couldn't say a thing, all of a sudden, all these messages were coming through from teachers, from the office staff saying that I was posting stuff inappropriately and that's why I'm leaving. And I thought, where the hell is this coming from? Because it's clearly not coming from me because I've kept my silence. The person that was in the meeting with me, we were the only two that knew and it was so hard to tell my really close colleagues and not say a thing. They knew that something was not up because I came into work defeated. I came in like I had been pulling an elephant weight and I kept showing up and my colleague kept saying to me, she's like, I have no idea what's going on, but I cannot believe that you're here at work because It doesn't make sense. Like you are so distraught. It was like I went through a funeral. It was just horrific. And trying to show up to the kids and showcase that I'm just being there and whatnot, it was really disheartening. And so the frustrating part is there was another situation afterwards, but pretty much he left the school as well. And I thought, what great timing. I've just literally resigned and you're about to leave. And I just thought, oh my God, this is just a whole nother headache. So it was like he was bringing me down with him. And that part was very infuriating. I thought, I I can't even make sense of this now. But weirdly, when I went to Coles one day, I had a dragonfly that landed on my hand and when I Googled what does a spiritual animal mean of the dragonfly, it means that it's actually hope and transformation, that something good is coming my way. And the dragonfly didn't leave. And I've been seeing lots of dragonflies since that moment as well. So as much as I obviously have vented off that story, I've said what I needed to say. I also know that I'm actually glad it happened. Not how it happened. I'm just glad it happened because it pushed me. It pushed me out of there. It knew that something was coming and there is still so much that is coming from this as well. And that's why I was starting with, you know, I knew that I wanted to do what I'm doing now at the beginning, but because I was a teacher, I was only just familiar with working with, you know, children. So I thought, okay, I'll just focus on teenagers and I'll see where that takes me. And then I realized it wasn't, it wasn't my main forte. Um, And then that's when I started doing the female empowerment workshops and events and really taking on that approach. And I've loved just speaking and being on stage and being able to 
share my story, which is still so much more to unpack as well. But that's what I wanted to do was to really just speak my truth on that part as well. And, you know, so many times I've had to just put a brave face on and, you know, everyone keeps saying, oh, how amazing the business is going and how successful it is. And it's hard because obviously they see the real good things, but I've obviously seen every element of it. And I am so proud. I'm so proud of how far this has come. And that's what you need to do as well is take a moment just to really think that teenage girl that had no idea what she was going to do with her life. She's proud of where you are right now. And that's exactly what you need to do is actually stop and think about how amazing and how far you've come. And even if there's been the shit storms, how resilient you have been to push through it. And that's what I really loved about this whole journey is it is a journey. (laughs) It is something that I've just been so inevitably proud of myself for pushing through. And don't get me wrong. As soon as I, um, soon as I resigned, I freaking got tattoos. I was like, as long as a teacher, you can't have, um, tattoos showing. I already had tattoos, but they're all hidden. Um, and I just, I obviously went to town with the alcohol cause I thought, well, that's one way of getting through it, but I've taken my time to heal it and to process it and, you know, get back to connecting with myself again. And now I just look at that moment. And I just think I'm so glad it happened. I'm so, so glad that I'm not in that position anymore. And that can be the same for you. It may not be as dramatic and chaotic as what mine was, but if you really want something for yourself, if you really want to change that life for yourself, there is such a way. And that's why I really wanted to unpack this because I wanted to show that it's never, it's never easy. It's always messy. But those messy parts bring out the best in us. They really do. Whether it's, you know, you're someone that's had a kid and you're a mum and you're finding that there's a lot of challenges that are coming through and you're forgetting about yourself and you just don't know what's next and you don't know when it's going to end. And I want to help you and know that there is a way that you can connect with yourself, that you can still have time for your partner or no partner or you still can have time for your kids And also if you're single and you're finding the dating world difficult or you're finding you're spending so much time on your own that there's still a way that you can connect with yourself and still be thriving in yourself. So it doesn't matter your situation. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the game for, how long you've not been in the game for. It doesn't matter. There's still a sexy way that you can connect with yourself. And that's what I want to do is I want to really help women just feel amazing about themselves and connect on a real sexy level, (laughs) a way that you haven't connected before. And just making those taboo, shameful topics an open discussion here. And know that if you want to get real kinky, like, girl, I can take that conversation (laughs) to that level. And I literally had clients that have said to me, they're like, Kaylin, how do I do this? I was going to give an example, but I can't because that's confidentiality. But, you know, just let me think something different because I don't really want to use an example that, um, for example, I, you know, obviously I take photos where I'm in a bit of lingerie and, you know, people have their own perception about that. But for me, I feel real empowerment with that. And some people might want to do a photo shoot for themselves or they might want to get their partner involved or they might want to send a sexy photo to their partner with all consent and, you know, you've got trust in them. There's still a way that you can do things that put yourself a little bit out there, but it makes it so much more fulfilling for you. We're always going to feel uncomfortable. We're always going to feel uncomfortable. That is seriously a part of our lives. But if we don't tap into it, we will never know what we truly desire. And I have gone through a lot of that to know what is actually really equipped it for myself and there's still some things I I know that my brain is got some juicy ideas to keep it trialing and don't worry it's not just all about sex it's really about pushing myself and discovering new things about myself as well so there's a lot of there's a lot of juiciness to come from it and yeah I think it's something that I'm 
excited. I'm excited to see where it takes me and help women and also men and couples and relationships. If you're single, if you're not just this rule overarching area and, you know, look, I, for now, I definitely say that teenagers are an area that would be great, but it's not the full focus at the moment. But they, the information I'm providing is like they get the masterclass before even becoming an adult. So <laughs> I definitely am not afraid to talk to teenagers about what they want to know because they're already experimenting. Their sex drive is high, so they already want to. But for now, I know that I'm really focusing heavily on young women or women, just adults in probably the category, I should say, because I know that there are a lot of people that have been miseducated and they don't want to go back to school. So, and I don't really want to make it about sex ed. I really want to make it about sexual empowerment. So yeah, I think I'm going to leave this interesting conversation (laughs) to where it is because it's so funny. I normally yeah, sit down, write some notes and put a podcast together and I'll do that for the next one. But this one, I just wanted to speak from the heart and speak from the soul. And yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you heard a bit more inside to me. And, you know, it makes me more and more free because the uncomfortable topics, like I said, means that I got more room to enjoy and fulfill and to get freaky with it. (laughs) So yeah. So otherwise I, um, yeah, I really do appreciate you tuning in, you getting to know me and know that I'd love to get to know you as well. So always reach out to me, especially on my social media platforms. I do prefer Instagram. I do like that type of messaging, but honestly, just reach out because I just want to Make sure if there's a quick question that you got, I'm happy to help. And if there's a longer question, I can give you all those beautiful, juicy voice notes because I'm a woman that goes on a tangent. So I'm going to leave it there, my love. But as always, I hope that you are taking care of yourself, that you're pleasing yourself and know that you can always reach out to me. Much love, my love, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode filled with inspiration and growth, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check out our show notes. They're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing your inner confidence, unleashing your power and living your best life. You are capable of incredible things, my love. Until next time, take care, stay empowered and remember, you go girlfriend. Woo!